Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. Now, Three Witches and a Druid Podcast present High Lung.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Witches and a Druid, where we sit around and discuss our personal experiences living our lives as pagans. My name is Margot. And I'm Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So today's topic is magical names or craft names. And I think it's a little funny this came up because just literally yesterday in a hedge druid Facebook group I'm in, somebody had asked, what do you guys feel about craft names? sorts of notes for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting that there's only one of us on the podcast that uses our magical name. True. Well, there might be a reason for that. And I got notes. Oh, yeah. nice. Hey, interesting. So, um, in Druidry, craft names and magical names aren't really a thing. That's more of a personal choice. Now, I'm under the impression, please correct me if I'm wrong, I'm under the impression a lot of that mostly comes from Wicca witchcraft. Now, I can't speak for all of them, but yes, it is very much, a, it started with BTW, British Traditional Witchcraft, and I started out in a British Traditional Witchcraft coven 30 years ago, or whatever the heck it was, and oftentimes when you did your dedication to, and became a neophyte to do your studies, you were given one. Now, I had already chosen mine, but many people, I saw others being given one, and I often, and in the particular group I was in, I was very surprised after a time or two. It's like, this is the magical name you gave this person. It didn't seem to quite match their personality. It was something different. And the uh, high priestess at the time told me, yes, but those are the qualities that they need to develop. They have plenty of this other quality in their moving forward they need more of this. And this is what they did. Now, I don't know if that goes for all BTWs or it was just this particular group I was in. Yes, it is very Wiccan. Yeah, but uh, other pagans, (laughs) neo-pagans, use this concept. It's not a a unique thing to Wicca. Other people do it. Well, it's another way of shifting your consciousness from the mundane world into your spiritual practice. So I'm leaving... I don't want to say boring old Margo, but, you know, leaving this persona behind to pursue something on a a different plane, a different level. And uh, whether I choose to give myself a different name to shift into that, which I think, like, I only use my magical name mostly privately. Right. Like, I haven't really used it a whole lot publicly. Very, very small group ritual and privately. Yeah. 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 Because actually my name came to me like moments before my dedication to Phoenix. Okay. When we, Grey Owl and I were dedicated to Phoenix at the same time. And it was like a flash, a moment before walking through the portal Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you had built. Mm -hmm. And that's when mine came to me. But that I use it in very private occasions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me. Now, my magical name is my, I've been using it for, well, I don't know, 30 years, just about. But I had it, and then I started using it on the radio show and here and there and going different places. So it is very much my public name. It's right. a very yes. public name because it's your pagan public name. My pagan yes. public name, yes. yes. 
And my name got added to. I have a, it's long. (laughs) (laughs) I have a full pagan name. But I find that I think back then, back in the earlier to mid 90s, when I, you know, you're on the radio, I didn't want people to be able to look me up in the phone book. I was going to say, like, is, is your peg name in the yellow pages? Yeah, well. Or in the gray pages? No, but my legal name was right. the name on my driver's license. And I didn't wish for people because, believe it or not, back then there was this guy. And more than once we got picketed at the witching hour, like in the Dow Sub. And I did not want people knowing where I was or who I was. And I remember, too, public rituals on the commons. Yeah. We'd often have newspaper reporters or photographer there doing mm-hmm. a... That's a whole episode I want to yes. do. Yes. Yeah. protested in, in the media. <laughs> but I've always had a good experience being represented in the media yeah, as a I'm pagan. Pretty good. But I remember one time our group was leading the ritual. And when they asked for our names, I gave her my real name. And Maeve was just like, you're giving the newspaper your real name? I'm like... I work at Little Mysteries. Everybody it's knows true. who I am. Like no one can. You can't out me. I'm out. Yeah. I'm about as out as you yeah. can be. So I wasn't worried about it. But I understand a lot of people in those days too, because that was 30, Might 40 years ago. Yeah. 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 People and, were. Or even teachers. Yeah. Teachers had a, a hassle or, you know, people had children. They didn't want, you know, kids not being allowed over. This is 30 years ago. It was a different that, time. That yeah. could happen. But I've been Maeve for so long. It is me. It's it's part of me yeah. spiritually and it's part of me publicly. And another thing people don't don't realize is you can change your name as time goes by. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Well, people do do that. It's like that name and that person has been wonderful, but I have moved on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like discovering new gods or goddesses. Maybe you've had one or two that you've worked with for a while, you know, during a certain period in your life, but then you're moving on. Right. And not that because all gods are one god and all goddesses are one god, it's the same thing. It's a different face in my mind. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes these things change a little bit. But no, I am Maeve. And I've known some people 20 years. They have no idea what the name on my driver's license is. <laughs> 30 so, years and they had no clue. So history tells us that it was quite common for tribal cultures never to actually name a baby. They often were given baby names, which would identify the child and its behavior. But then as they grew older is when they would choose their own names. This is quite common. This Very interesting. 
Also in Romani culture, Romani are, have three names. They are given their birth name, a nickname, which everyone knows them by and calls them by, and then their real name. And their real name is often only known by the father. That way, no one else will know the real name and they can't have a curse placed on them. Well, that's the thing, right? You think about naming mythologically, and if you look to the Old Testament, mankind derives uh, dominion over the animals as Adam names all the animals. Mm -hmm. He puts you in a box. You, you are an essence that is in a box. And what is so if you are a fox, you are this, you are this, you are this. If you are naming gives infers power, mm -hmm. you know, so if you have the ability to name something. So as we transition, I think in other cultures, even in Catholicism, I, I remember along with the pretty dresses that young girls got for first confirmation, didn't they get a, another name? In they got Catholicism, a, yes. So, Boys you know, I don't remember that. You didn't? <laughs> no, I don't did remember. You, dress, you, get, you, you got, got this name. pretty white dress, though, right? Oh, yeah. There, yeah, oh, because I gave name? my pretty white dress to rain. rain as a to play dress up with. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that that is that is so true. there's a no, name. they do so there's the boys and the girls. Rites of passage names sort of thing. But you know, it, there's all sorts of things with names. And it definitely when you think of the power of names, I'm a Gwen. Let me tell you, there was no Gwens when I was when I was young. There was no <laughs> Gwens anywhere. I never met a Gwen until I was middle school age and she was to me old, young probably younger than I am now. And then probably, what, mid-90s or something, there was this upstart Gwen in the indie music business that then became <laughs> massively popular. And now there's Gwen, Gwen's... Gwen Stefani. Now there's Gwen's everywhere. I was going to say, I think there was friggin' 14 goddamn Bryans yeah. in every school I ever went to. <laughs> it was a common name right up with David. There was yeah. a lot of Someday David. all the Bryans will on. unite. Well, <laughs> not do I named <laughs> my eldest Eric, and I had never known an Eric in real life. I knew Eric's in history and popular culture and everything. I never knew an Eric. Five in his grade one class. <laughs> And that's the thing. It's like when, I, when we named Atticus, it wasn't a single kid named Atticus. And then it was like one of the most popular names that you're I've, like I've started Atticus. hearing it on shows. Yeah. And, is, and I don't know where it, just stole where it came my, from. Because yes. I, super cool, named my son that. They're like, <laughs> yes. I want to do that. Well, did, did, did To Kill a Mockingbird make a resurgence? Not really. A second book came out that oh. really nobody liked. I don't know if it was written by her, but nobody, everyone ignored uh, it. So there was a resurgence in A Kill a Mockingbird, but it was because of another Wasn't book. that book, the second book was actually the first book they wrote. And they said, you need to write a backstory to this. And that's when they Maybe. they went and wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Awesome. Or was there wasn't a re-release of the movie. No, 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 no. no. But that, that's where his name comes from. And mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like mm -hmm. tons yeah. of them. Well, I know, again, there was no Margos anywhere. No. And mine is spelt with no T. Yeah. And I was in Belgium when I started school because my dad was in the military. And all of my assignments, drawings, everything, I was in a French kindergarten. Big red T on the end of my name, the teacher put. Margot. Because obviously... <laughs> This little girl does not know how to spell her own name. <laughs> so, and I disliked my name because A, nobody had the same name as me. You could never find anything with your name written on it. I hear you. But uh, over the years, I have come to really identify with my name. Yeah. And I am Margot, which yeah. I think is why publicly, in public ritual, I'm very comfortable being Margot and presenting myself. Mm -hmm. But when, when I started, you know, publicly and all of that, 
my last name is extraordinarily yes. unique. Mm-hmm. It, if you ever meet another one of us, we are related. There's DNA. Yes. <laughs> it's DNA because the name has changed. It's the third incarnation of the name since my family originally came here. So it was made up around World War One in one little village. So if you see it, we're related. And there was just no way I was putting that out there because yes. I was the only one. In the yeah. There's just no way it was going yeah. out there. There was just not because it was too easy. I mean, it was enough that I wasn't changing my name when I got married because my husband's last name was boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so magical names. <laughs> move, move to your favorite topic here because often magical names are meant to protect you because they're supposed to be your real name so that you're not cursed. But you've put your magical name out there. Mm-hmm. But my. I find it, it started out as my magical name, but now it is more a public identity. Well, you've also, in a you way. also just mentioned that your magical name is significantly longer than... My magic... That happened when I was with uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. And it came up, and it's strange because I'm not Scottish in any way, but my full name, and I think I said it on the very first podcast, is Thistle Nick Maeve. Thistle Daughter of Me. And it was kind of the Thistle part... I forget how it happened, but people started, it sort of came up. Oh, they thought maybe you were a little prickly. prickly? I yeah. wonder how you know that what? came about. <laughs> I might have been back then because I used to be prickly. Now I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I now I'm a menopausal mess. I couldn't possibly be prickly because I'm too emotional. I, I've lost that off, that wonderful veneer of emotionlessness. <laughs> Terrible. I'd give anything to go back there. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, that is my full sort of magical name. So where that conversation's going is, do you consider that to be your real name? And how do you feel knowing that the Fae folk may listen to this and now know your real name? No flipping fairies. In case so, some... but the Fae folk don't know her government name. Okay, there we go. Because that's that of all things of what the Fae are most interested in. Yes. <laughs> Your service Canada given name. Yes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I suppose, I suppose I haven't thought about it real, real, real hard. It came up at the time. So it has been 20 years since I've had any kind of name change. Mm. And now that I'm getting in my older days, maybe, maybe I want to change it again. But I remember picking, I picked Maeve and I liked her because she was a goddess of sovereignty and intoxication. And no man could be king unless Maeve let him be king in Ireland way back when. And I'm not Irish either. <laughs> but, I liked, but I enjoyed the mythology of that. And that's how that came up. No man could be king unless Maeve allowed it. Unless, yeah, I think he had to mate with her and all that too. But anyway. Right. So, but, so we, we've talked about names. We've talked about why you may have them. How do you get a craft name? Well, well we have that story of the capital K craft names. Yes. <laughs> which was kind of fun. What's, that? What's the, that? What's that? Is that appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know if this is a Canadian company or if this is a multinational, but there is a food distributor of cheese and Craft. all of these things that makes what is called Craft with a K. So it came to us that we all needed a craft name. And we had Lady Processed Cheese Slices. And we had. I'm Lady Blue Stilton. I remember that might be my true self, Lady Blue Stilton. 
yeah. and and uh, you know, I so we have a friend that magic. was um, it's Lady Caesar salad dressing. <laughs> yeah, we had that. Right. It, it sort of evolved, and the more cheeses became involved, and that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm Lady Blue. Yeah, still. we have a friend who was a Stay Puff Marshmallow because you know you toast them, and she looks really crusty on the outside, and she's big old mushy goo on the inside. Yeah, you know? sure. yeah there yeah. was a lot of thought that went into this <laughs> a around crap. a drunken <laughs> fire one night. Okay. Yeah. Can and, I can I accept uh, Mr. Russian dressing? Oh, yeah, that yeah, would Russian be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, you know what? Sure that, people... that may be my true spiritual name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be great? Like the time comes, you pass on, and you move up to the summerlands, and at the gate, he just says that. He says that magical name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that's geez. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the question. I've got you know, there's several. <laughs> Who knows which one? <laughs> gotta be able to use. How do you find a craft name? I think so you mentioned you mentioned it being gifted to you by a higher priestess. Now, mine wasn't. I chose right. mine. You I had mine yours. picked out. Sometimes she was made and sorry. That's right. <laughs> sorry. Um, sometimes they're gifted to you. Sometimes I think it may come as a magical association. You know what I mean? Perhaps you've had an experience somewhere in nature, like I've known ivies you know or different trees or this or animals or maybe you enjoy an author i hmm, i'm kind of stumped here a little bit for me i would just allow it to happen if you're out oh look i'm here and i'm collecting juniper and i feel like this and you know maybe i'm having a little you know a little ethereal experience and maybe you want to call yourself juniper because it meant something to you or doing a meditation or journey meditation? work to um, journey work, work. To yes that's yeah. what i would or suggest if yeah. you but over time yeah over time or perhaps there's a goddess a lot of people are named i have my names after a goddess a lot of people are after goddesses or gods or something associated with a particular goddess or god. I can't even think of all of them. There's so many different names that people have, you know, whether you're Grey Owl or you're Raven's Beard or you're this or you're whatever the case might be, you know, something associated with a different god or goddess right. can come up. It, it, it sort of comes to you. Again, you can be named if you're prepared to accept that. Right. A lot of people aren't. Or you can just you call yourself Colleen. <laughs> you, did you always want to be Cordelia like Anne Shirley? You could be Cordelia. You know, that kind of idea. And so when you receive or decide on your magical name, is there anything you feel you should do? Is there any sort of protection you should place on that name? Is that a thing? I haven't, but I imagine it could be a thing. Especially if you plan to use it only in private or you're afraid, you're, you're nervous of the fae. Now I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> but you certainly would present yourself to your god or goddess or the universe and do a little dedicant sort of, I think, ceremony to present yourself and say, you know, this is the name I like and maybe why and what you hope to achieve, you know. As that name and, and what And when I'm using this name, you know I am doing this to honor your presence and honor this experience. <laughs> We're right next to a school and there's a small child outside with a trumpet. <laughs> a trumpet or, or a saxophone or something. <laughs> it's only in elementary, so they can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think about naming yourself I 
read this um, popular witchcraft type book a couple of years ago. It was uh, Veronica Varlow in Bohemian Magic. And sh she had this spell in it. And it was about choosing a name that made space for a big life. Because names kind of constrain you. So referring to, and I always thought that was kind of cool. Like when you think in stories, Daenerys Stormborn or Gandalf had all these other epithets adjectives that followed his name that described him. So this is a really interesting little project where you are like, yeah, I want an epic name. I want something. So think about maybe the <laughs> astrological sign you were born under or where you were born. Was it near a river? Was it during a storm? What do you think? You were born in a car. Maeve, VW. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is um, uh, big life. You know, I should change that to uh, bitch Nick. Nick <laughs> that's that's been uh, called me plenty of times. I've had that that designation. That's for a big life, you know, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That, no, that's I, true. I think I think it's kind of cool. So she recommends you know go through like maybe weather at the time of your birth, or maybe Listen. land things or animals that you are you know friend of or spirit yeah. of, or mm -hmm. all those sorts of things that you kind of make a collection of things that kind of describe your your birth environment or where you are mm -hmm. or who you are and then sort through and find that's some very, that you that's like a, that's interesting and then say because if you name yourself you're naming possibility the ice was falling from the sky the day i was born you are stormborn it, it, there was ice it was it, the ice was falling but it was the end of january and it was ice i looked it up one time it was what was the weather in halifax that day and it was ice, ice. Very cool. Which is interesting because I really do like that whole Arctic-y snow, mm -hmm. polar bears and snowy owls. And I always thought that was because I was born in winter, but it's too. I was, I was born when it was, the ice was falling from the sky. Isn't that interesting? I actually, that reminded me when we had talked about this a few weeks ago, I had found this little thing in a now I wasn't prepared enough about taking the first letter from the month you were born, the second letter from your eye color, the third letter from the city you were born in, and something it was something like that. And then you put those together to make a name, come up with a name. Mm. And um, J B. What was the third one? The town you were born, maybe? H I can't remember. But mine, that wasn't it exactly. But because so, mine came out to be, I think it was N-A-Y-E or oh. something. Is that what mine came out to you be? You actually Whatever have vowels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of a neat experiment as yeah. well to come up with. Like if, you know, you're a new group together and you're trying to come up with something or even an exercise to do together just to see what you think of it. To make a list of what are these important aspects of who you are and then go through the first letter, second letter, third letter and, you know, mm -hmm. Mar Margo, put that together. I smell an interesting evening with you doing that coming up. <laughs> Do you smell <laughs> that? Yes. I smell that. So I will have to, you know, now that I've thrown that out there without the actual instructions, I'm going to have to go and find my notes because I know I had written notes down about You're that right. somewhere. Yeah, that I, huh. it's very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. I would enjoy when you do that. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's insanely cool. 
All right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. And I hope you have good luck finding your magical name. And I will. Don't tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Or the government bureaucracy fairy will get you. (laughs) You know, I'm paranoid. Uh, I will say just one little thing before we go. I did do the follow up to our uh, elemental elements uh, shows on the witching hour on CKDU with elemental deficiencies and how to remedy elemental deficiencies. And if you go to ckdu.ca and look up the witching hour, sun and sea, you can look up the October 14th episode and you can listen to it if you missed it. So it's there to listen to again, that's ckdu.ca October the 14th. And it is the witching hour. I'll try to find the link and put it in the show notes. Great. Great. I was suffering from sinusitis. I sound terrible, but it's there. Oh, you probably have your deep, throaty radio <laughs> voice going. <laughs> if you have any questions or comments, you can certainly reach us on our Facebook page. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to shout out to our amazing Patreon supporters from all around the world. Today, Margot, Gwen, Maeve, and Brian would like to welcome our newest Patreons, Chris, Stephanie Matthew, Samantha Brooks, and Thomas Wilding. Without your generous contributions, now and over the past two seasons, we could not bring you this magical content, and we thank you once again for listening. And uh, until next time, everyone, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Blessed Blessed be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.